A picture is worth a thousand words. Sherm Chester along with Sam Bruno on this edition of the Seacoast Sports Forum. We have a special guest, KJ Cardinal. And uh, KJ, uh, he's got two businesses we're going to be talking about today, but we're going to start off, KJ, with Ball 603. And tell us, tell us, we, we met, let me set it up. We met at Blundholm Gymnasium for the NHIAA Division One and Two Basketball Championships. And uh, we were sitting side by side at the scores table and, uh, or I guess we called it the uh, talent table. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, <laughs> so we, we, we got to talk and I got to see some of your product and uh, uh, explain to the folks what, what Ball 603 is. Yeah, no, first off, thanks for having me, Sherm. I appreciate you um, just supporting local sports in general. I think that's you know what we're trying to do too. So I think it's great exactly what you guys are doing as well. Um, but yeah, Ball 603, um, I had the idea a couple of years ago. Um, I actually you know purchased the domain name and um, created the logo and things back in 2019. Uh, and then this year we just kind of decided to push play on it. Um, we're really just covering sports. Um, uh, basketball rather in New Hampshire and our our focus mostly is visual storytelling um, you know I think we're doing that with with photos and graphics and video highlights um, and it's been really well received so far um, but yeah we're just trying to get the stories out there and provide more coverage um, that's really just what I felt was just you know lacking a little bit of coverage for um, everyone around the state so we're trying to kind of fill some of that void. Well, I'll tell you, I, I watched uh, the some of the video coverage uh, that you put together of, of the different games, and uh, wow, man, they, you guys did some great work. And and the the uh, shots, the action shots, those those you know, like I said, are worth a thousand words. Um, I, I, explain to me how how do you develop that skill to be able to pick up that shot, especially in a crucial moment in a game when the guy is putting up or the gal is putting up that three-pointer that's going to win it for the team. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, think, I think a lot of it is just, you know, knowing the sport. You know, I also, I'm also a youth coach and a junior high coach uh, in my hometown here of Farmington. And um, just knowing basketball, you can anticipate things. Um, growing up, I was a pretty good video game player. I think that that, that always plays in the, you know, the hand-eye coordination type of stuff. Um, but it's really anticipation. You know, if I went and shot a field hockey game, I don't think I would have the same results with some of the photos and things um, that I take. And then uh, on the video side of things, um, almost all the video that people are seeing on our site is, uh, is being shot by Tim Lee, uh, who obviously knows basketball well. He was a 2,000-point scorer in the state. Um, so... You know, I think that us having kind of an eye and a knack for what's going on on the court, I think really helps. And um, yeah, we have some good equipment and um, a lot of practice. <laughs> yeah, so you, you really have, uh, you, you've done the practicing, you got it down to a science, literally. Sam? One of the things, uh, again, Sherm and I, uh, we, don't, we don't say that we're, we're, we're seniors, but we're veterans, okay? Uh, veterans, of, veterans, veterans of the high school basketball scene. And uh, you know, we would always get all our content from newspapers and uh, the radio and uh, lately then going to television. But now uh, the younger crowd, uh, parents, um, they're looking at Facebook, they're looking at Twitter, they're looking at Instagram. Um, 
Uh, how are you using uh, social media as part of your 603 basketball program? Yeah, I mean, that's really what the focus is for us. Um, you know, that we're using all those social media entities that are out there and available to just reach the audience. I think it's the fastest, easiest, most inexpensive way to kind of get your message out there. Um, in all honesty, anybody can do it. You know, it, it, it's uh, great to have those platforms that you can showcase uh, your work that you put time into. Um, but I am a, I'm a journalism major. Uh, I went to Northeastern University, um, uh, graduated there, and you know, print does mean a lot to me. Um, we just decided that we're going to be uh, launching a new magazine, um, and I think that there is something to be said about having an actual printed copy of anything in your hands. Um, but I just feel that like the the instant gratification that you know people are really looking for these days that social media offers kind of makes newspapers in print somewhat obsolete as far as getting the immediate news that you want to get um like a score you know it's different you know that that people are along that way i mean you can watch games live now all over the state um so it's kind of taken out you know i remember as you know growing up in in farmington and you know getting the newspaper and you know couldn't wait to read a mike whaley column and read the sports roundup that he'd have and the fosters and things like that and um it's just not something that people need um currently just because of the nature of social media talk about that that magazine you brought up uh, the magazine that you guys are putting together and the, this first issue is focusing on the tournament correct yes yep so basically the as of right now it's currently going to be an annual magazine um that in we're calling it the season with hopes that it can grow um but the, the thought is right now is it's gonna recap the 2021-22 season um, really focusing on the champions, um, Mike Whaley and myself, and perhaps a few other uh, staff uh, are going to be writing articles that will be featured in there, along with lots of photos and graphics. And um, the thought behind it really is, is just a way to kind of commemorate uh, the champions that there are, so that we're going to be able to showcase those stories and have a keepsake. Um, you know, we're launching that along with a, a new web store um, that's also going to have some championship apparel um, and things along those lines. And it, again, it's just something that's not currently offered in the space. Um, you know, you see it collegiately, you see it, you know, professionally, obviously. Um, and I just feel like that, you know, when, when the uh, Patriots win the Super Bowl, you see the Sports Illustrated commercial and hey, it's get your hat and get your magazine, right? You know, it, it's like, why, why not do the same thing? You know, I feel that the student athletes really need to be put on a pedestal. Um, and quite frankly, I enjoy high school sports more than professional sports. Um, and I think that communities, you know, really, I don't know, really respond well to that type of thing. So I think it's the idea of kind of putting them on a pedestal and, and everything that we do, um, is professional. I think that that's, a, that's a big thing too, is, is that, um, quality is like a huge thing for us. Um, you know, we have contributors around the state that are sending us some content to put on the site and, um, you can ask them, I'm pretty picky about it. Um, and I think that that's just basically, uh, you know, trying to control kind of, kind of control what we do as far as putting out a good quality product and not just putting out anything. So, um, so along those lines, the magazine's going to be the same. It's going to be a real high quality, um, production and publication. And I think that, uh, you know, from just from the cover that people have seen, the response has been great so far. Excellent. Well, you know, you said that you have, uh, uh, you know, and you and I talked about this over at Lundholm, a lot of parents are taking photos of their son or daughter in whatever the sport it is. Uh, a lot of video too, in hopes of making a, a reel up for colleges. Uh, you know, they, they obviously are trying their best and a lot of them invest in some high tech 
cameras for most of them are phones, the phone cameras now, which most of us are using. Um, but <laughs> this is where you also can be a help to them because you folks do the photos, the, the reels, the uh, action shots. And uh, again, there's a service they can turn to you if they want to. Yeah, I mean, basically we're providing the coverage, but we're, we're trying to position ourselves as a news organization, um, you know, that we're providing the footage. And in year one, in all honesty, we didn't even really try to monetize anything we were doing. Uh, we're just trying to kind of get our brand out there and get people to um, appreciate the coverage that we were providing. Um, and I think that our long-term plan is to stay in that lane as a news organization. Um, throughout the season, we've had countless, you know, I mean, honestly, probably 50 to 100 uh, folks reach out to us trying to get us to hire us to do production work or to cover their game. Um, but that's really not kind of the avenue that we're going in as a news organization. You know, it's not like you're, you're not really calling WMUR and saying, hey, come color, cover my basketball game tonight. You know, like they, they try to go with the stories, right. you know, so um, it, we're a little different in that sense that we're trying to kind of spread the wealth around the state and give coverage to um, more schools. Uh, this year we covered, we covered 78 of the 88 um, NHIA schools. Wow. Um, so, I mean, and, and you know, the, the other 10 were sorry. We tried to. Um, the shortened D1, D2 schedule made, made things very difficult. Um, but we're hoping that uh, next year we can kind of get out to everyone. And those those 10 that we missed, they're on the top of our list. So we'll definitely be getting there as soon as we can. You know, you, you, you mentioned all the schools that you've gone to uh, this past season and uh, and visited. I just wanted to ask you what some of your favorite venues are uh, to shoot in. Well, I, I haven't been to Stevens, but everyone raves about that. So that's on the top of our list for next year. Uh, definitely got to get out there for that one. Um, but I could answer these in multiple ways. I could answer these in, you know, who has the best lighting, <laughs> you know, as a photographer, you love going in and seeing some nicely well lit place. Um, I really, I really love shooting in at Dairy Field because of the lighting there is great. Um, other schools are, are, are improving their lighting all around the state too. Um, but yeah, no, I love that. I mean, Trinity is a tough place to shoot, um, a weird place to shoot, but a really cool setting. Um, you know, they have these columns that are on the sidelines and the fans are in on top of the game. Um, I went up to Woodsville. Uh, amazing. It reminds me, uh, I know I can't say Farmington, but it reminds me of the old den in Farmington where the where we used to play growing up. And, um, you know, the, it's packed in there. It's hot in there. The uh, fans are right on top of the court. It's the old wooden bleachers. Um, you know, in, in those things. So, I mean, it's different. Professionally, yeah, I like some of the places with better light. But um, just as a fan of the game, I, I like those band boxes when you're right on top of the action and it's loud and where the, where the kids run into the stage, right? They just they, they, there's padding against the stage. Yep, exactly. Like the old, like the old Newmarket High Gym or Talbot Gymnasium in Exeter. Okay. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, all those all those small facilities like that. I, I kind of get a kick out of those. And and honestly, I mean, I'm a I'm a D4. Well, Class M originally Farmington guy, but now we're there D4. So um, that's another thing we're doing is we're just really showcasing a lot of the little guys. Um, you know, we'll go to a We'll go to a Trinity or a Pinkerton game or an Exeter game or something. And, you know, there will be other coverage there, you know, so um, there are people that are shooting video and photos and writing stories. But, you know, if you go to some of the D3 and D4 schools, there's really nothing, you know, so um, and that honestly is a huge reason why um, I felt the need for something like a ball 603 to provide that coverage. Um, we're still doing lots of D1 and D2 stuff. Um, it's great basketball and, and those stories need to be told, too. But 
just being able to have uh, coverage for the D4s. I've had so many coaches and families reach out to us that are very thankful because there's really not much else going out there. And do you uh, ever see yourself branching into the other sports like spring sports and, and hockey and in the winter? Or I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. Um, not not any time in the near future. Um, we've had a lot of people ask that, like, are you doing baseball? Are you doing football? Um, I mean, we are called ball for a reason, you know, that there would be the potential to grow there um, with some of that stuff. Uh, but really, at this point, it's ball 603 is a passion move for us. You know, it's it's what we love. We love basketball more than anything. Um, and I think that we have, we have a lot of plans that nobody knows about yet, um, that we're just kind of waiting, um, you know, to kind of integrate and, and release throughout, throughout the off season even, and just do some new things, you know, like no one had any idea that the magazine was coming. Um, you know, no one has any idea about the web store. Um, and we have other things planned for the summer and into the fall that are all basketball related as well. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I, I, like I say, I saw your workmanship, uh, both at at Lundholm uh, during the tournament and then uh, after the fact. And uh, I'll tell you, if, if uh, again, they go to ball603.com and, and get a sample of, of that work. Uh, now, you guys also are involved with the PAC Network. Is that so? Yeah, so the PAC Network is um, is really like what's powering this at this point right now. You know, that, that um, that's uh, my business with uh, Adam Polgreen. Um, we started that 15 years ago. And what we do with PAC Network is we do live event production predominantly now and uh, mostly in the college athletics spa uh, space. So um, like we just did the Northeast Conference, you know, women's basketball semifinals um, that were those were ESPN productions. Um, and that's kind of more of the higher end live stuff. And um, during the, the bash, which is the, the Mike Lee um, holiday basketball bash is the Christmas tournament in Farmington now. And, you know, we, we showcase some of our live productions during that um, just to kind of show people what we can do. Um, there are a lot of folks that are in that space already that are doing um, a lot of those things. And, you know, there are some groups that are doing a great job with them. Um, the Friday Night Lights crew, for instance, like their their stuff is awesome. I think that all the productions that they're doing, um, you know, and, and the sports page coverage is great. And, you know, we're just not necessarily against going into that by any means because we do offer live streaming for for stuff um but it's just not kind of where we're going um and that's really more the pack network side of things um whereas ball 603 is really just focused on um like i said the visual storytelling but not with the live element right right and, and doing doing one thing and doing it right <laughs> that's important <laughs> yeah exactly i mean we're, we are looking for you know we are looking for partnered schools that are interested in streaming you know we have a very basic um, solution that we're offering for high schools, um, you know, that can have a scoreboard on the screen and that, you know, my 11 year old son can run, you know, so it's a very basic setup um, that, that, you know, schools could choose us as a partner, for instance. Um, but yeah, we're, we're just kind of navigating that a little slowly, honestly, because it's not really the, the main focus of what we're doing. Now, if I ever hit the mega bucks or Powerball, I've said it and, and I've talked to our producer, Bob Glowacki about it. Uh, we're going to have a Seacoast Sports Forum network down here, so we cover. Well, we've got some good teams down here between Exeter, Portsmouth, Winnicott, Dover, and uh, probably even somebody out here. But that those teams alone, and it doesn't matter what sport you get, you get some good contests going on week to week. So, all great contests, some great rivalries yeah. that are built into those places, and um, no, for sure. I mean, the uh, that's that's another thing too is is just just kind of getting on the scene with some of these local schools that. You know, 
I've worked in the college athletic space prior to PAC Network and then with PAC Network for 15 years. So close to 20 years now, I've been more focused on college. Um, so it's been really great to get back into the high school scene with a lot of this stuff um, and just seeing some of the, the rivalries and, you know, meeting people like you guys, you know, just people that are passionate about what they're doing. Um, you know, I think that, that the, it, the kids and families appreciate it more, maybe even in college athletics, just because they kind of expect it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's more rewarding. Um, doing some of the stuff that we're doing. Uh, but, yeah, some of those rivalries, you know, make it all the fun that you can have. Did you play ball for Farmington, KJ? No, I did not. No. No, I grew up. I played I played all the way up until uh, up until high school, and I didn't play in high school. Um, but I did I did graduate with Tim Lee. Um, and Tim and I are Tim and I are best friends. We've been best friends since we were probably seven or eight years old. Does, and, does, um, does he like the, the term legend? Uh, you know, when he is kind of a New Hampshire legend. Right. He is. He is. And uh, yeah, you know, growing up in, in our town with uh, Mike Lee was our principal and the coach, you know, and um, it was just a crazy experience. You know, I think that's where I get a lot of the passion um, for basketball in general is I think that anyone that grew up in Farmington in the 80s and 90s just has this passion for basketball because it was such an amazing time. It's something that will never be replicated, even though all of us involved try, or do our best to try to replicate it. It, it won't be replicated, but uh, it gives that passion that that uh, all stemmed from that. And, um, you know, nothing in my life I've loved more than watching Tim compete at anything. He's one of the hardest working people um, at everything that he does. So to have him involved with us on Ball 603 has been great. In following high school basketball in the 80s and 90s, which I was involved with pretty significantly, um, you know, I followed Portsmouth High with James Best. Um, we always kind of joke with Exeter High School coach Jeff Holmes, uh, and I say to him that when he was playing for Keene High School, he was the best three-point shooter that I've ever seen uh, in that situation. And then certainly watching Concord with Matt Bonner and uh, players like that. I mean, uh, guys that just stick out in New Hampshire. And and the Lee family in Farmington, like I said, is, uh, is, is, is a legend uh, around here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that uh, you're still very close with all of them. You know, Josh, Josh Lee is the assistant coach at Brewster, you know, so we know what they've been doing as well. So, no, it's a it's a great basketball family for sure. And actually, Candy Lee talking about brackets. Candy Lee always has a good bracket because she picks mascots. I feel so that's my advice. <laughs> There's anything you'd like to tell people about, especially that magazine. This is your time to do it, man. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I think that with all of our um, social media entities follow those. I think that Instagram is kind of the space that we're um, probably the most excited about. Uh, we get tons of interaction with the actual with the players themselves and you know the demographic that we're hitting for there is is you know 18 to 30 year olds um, and that's really the space that we're having the most fun with um, so you know definitely follow us there I think that we do some cool things on there um, as well as you know we're on, on all the other social medias Facebook and Instagram and, and YouTube um, but we're also looking to really grow our web store um, we're just uh, launching that with the championship you know, we're calling them title t-shirts where it's, you know, each team's represented by that and it has their playoff results on the back, um, you know, with the championship uh, on the front. And, you know, we're going to do different creative things like that. You know, we want to, we want to showcase different teams and different players um, in in apparel, you know, stuff that nobody's really doing. So just, you know, kind of be following that. We'll put all those things out on our social media accounts, but, um, you know, we think that that's, that's a good way for us to, you know, grow our brand and also, you know, monetize something that doesn't require tons of advertisements, you know, within the actual productions themselves, um, which I understand that's kind of the 
industry uh, standard right now for the business model of it all. Uh, but we're hoping to not, you know, ha have to inundate people maybe with with sponsorships and things like that. So maybe that things like shirt sales and the magazines and some of these other things we have mm -hmm. planned could kind of help subsidize our coverage because we, you know, the coverage is really where we want to be. It's just this other stuff could help us, uh, you know, make that all possible and make it grow. Thanks to KJ Cardinal. And don't forget to check out ball603.com. Two-minute drill time. The Red Sox made their major preseason move. They signed free agent shortstop Trevor Story to a contract to play second base. That leaves Xander Bogarts at short, at least for this season. Bogarts is up for contract renewal at the end of this season, and Rafi Devers is up for a renewal in 2024. So there's big money considerations on the table for both of those guys and the Red Sox. As far as bad news for the Red Sox, it was announced that Chris Sale fractured a rib before spring training, and he'll be out until at least June. A couple of major moves for the Atlanta Braves, losses. Freddie Freeman, he'll be going out to the West Coast. He'll become part of the Dodgers. And the reigning World Series MVP, Jorge Solar, he will be signing a three-year deal with the Miami Marlins. March Madness rolls on. And three of my final four are still in it. Baylor, the lone exception, they will not defend their championship. They lost to North Carolina 93 to 86. But some really great basketball and more to come. Again, we want to make sure you check out the video samples of KJ Cardinal at ball603.com. Special thanks to KJ. And for Sam Bruno, I'm Sherm Chester, inviting you to join us for the next edition of the Seco Sports Forum. Be sure to subscribe and hit the bell to get notified about new episodes of the Seco Sports Forum. Follow the Sports Forum team behind the scenes on our Facebook and Twitter pages. This is Sherm Chester inviting you to join us for the next edition of the Seco Sports Forum.